0: This inner power speaks. We chiropractors work with the subtle substance of the soul. We release the prisoned impulse, the tiny of force that emanates from the mind and flows over the nerves to the cells and stirs them into life. We deal with the magic power that transforms common food into living, loving, thinking clay that robes the earth with beauty and hues and scents the flowers with the glory of the air. In the dim, dark, distant long ago, When the sun first bowed to the morning star, this power spoke, and there was life. It quickened the slime of the sea and the dust of the earth and drove the cell to union with its fellows in countless living forms. Through eons of time, it finned the fish and winged the bird and fanged the beast. Endlessly it worked, evolving its forms until it produced the crowning glory of them all. With tireless energy, it blows the bubble of each individual life, and then silently, relentlessly, Dissolves the form and absorbs the spirit into itself again, and yet you ask, can chiropractic cure appendicitis or the flu? Have you more faith in a knife or a spoonful of medicine than in the innate power that animates the internal living world? It's from B. J. Palmer's *The Bigness That Fell Within*, 1949. There's just nothing more eloquent that talks to me uh, about chiropractic than this. You know, this inner power speaks, and the thing I really love about this whole uh, couple of paragraphs that BJ wrote back in 1949 is that it hardly says anything about chiropractic except for the word chiropractic and chiropractor, right? It doesn't mention subluxation. It doesn't mention spine. It doesn't mention nerves, right? It doesn't mention any of these things, right? It, it, and what I think is so beautiful about that is it, it doesn't have to, right? Because the chiropractic is not just like, here's the thing I want you guys to, to truly get from what we're talking about today. Uh, chiropractic is not about cracking backs or popping bones or pushing on spines. It is not even about the the physical force of the adjustment. That's not what chiropractic is, Right? Chiropractic is so much more than just you mechanically pushing on a back, you know? If if that's all chiropractic was, you could train almost anybody to do this, right? You could have a monkey doing this, for that matter. You could could have your kids doing this, but that's not what chiropractic is. Just pushing on a back in an accidental, haphazard way, or even in a purposeful, forceful way, that's not what chiropractic is. Chiropractic is about releasing the prisoned impulse, that's what chiropractic is. It's about, like he says, we, we're dealing with magic power, right? The magic power that transforms food into living, loving, thinking clay. Isn't that like beautiful to think like, <clears throat> like yesterday you ate, let's say last night you yeah, had like a turkey burger on a gluten free bun with the lettuce and tomato and maybe some nice you know, yummy ketchup or something or whatever you like putting on your hamburgers. Um, and some gluten-free, dairy-free cheese, like diet cheese, right, that would be like a great, fun, happy meal for me. Blessed Eta, and today, what is it, right? Today, what is it? It's hair and skin and nails, and people don't even, like, pass, they they, they don't even think about that. And that's what he's talking about. That's the power, right? That's the power that I could take a a, a cheeseburger, essentially, and turn into you. Uh, and that's why, even though we're not talking, talk about that much in this class, that's why it's so important to put the right stuff in your body. Because you put junk food in your body, then you get a junk body. Because you are literally what you eat, right? Um, but th- to me, th- th- let me just illustrate this to you guys so you really get what I'm talking about here. So, thank you. High five. Thank you, Adrian. Let me illustrate this to you sort of a challenge here. Okay, let's drop this down a little bit. All right, so here's like a little tongue, uh, I mean a brain teaser kind of a thing here. Thanks, Adrian, appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, how many trials do you see here? I'm gonna give you like a maybe 15, 20 seconds to see how many triangles you see in this particular uh, figure here. <clears throat> okay, so uh, uh, that's a good idea, Adrian. uh put in twelve. Anybody else? uh throw in some ideas. On how many? Eleven. Okay, Celine. Good. Good. That's good. Ten. Fifteen. Okay. Good. That's good. Seventeen. Very good, Crystal. Very good. Um. So you're all correct. Uh, by the way. <clears throat> There are 10, there are 11, there are 15, there are 17, right? There are nine, yeah, there are nine. There are all different amounts of, of triangles. <clears throat> Let me show you how many triangles there really are. There are 18 triangles uh, in this particular uh, picture, 18 triangles. <clears throat> so, you know, so in other words, if you, if you look here, there's a, there's a triangle here at the top, and then this is a triangle, and the whole thing's a triangle, and then you have all these little corners are triangles, and these all these little fractional pieces. Now, yeah, they're not like like the equilateral uh, triangle. They're different shaped triangles. But that's there's 18 triangles in this figure, right? So we go back here. There are 18 triangles. Uh, you look at this. <clears throat> I must admit, the first time I saw this, I think that I thought I saw six or something. <laughs> I am very spatially unaware. <clears throat> I would never make it as an interior designer or something. Um, but <clears throat> that is the beauty in this is. Is This is, you know, once again, you're going to see how I think uh, with these things. <clears throat> when I see this, I see chiropractic, right? I see chiropractic because what this is, is the, the you, you look at this figure here and you see, you can, everybody has their own opinion of how many triangles there are, but there are really so many more, right? There's so much more inside of you. Right? Do you get that the, the comparison and what BJ was saying? This is the this is the inner power, right? The inner power is inside of that person. And you need to see all of it. Right? The person comes into your office and hardly recognizes the power that they have. <clears throat> and our job is to is to unleash that, right? That's what he saw about unleash that power. Unleash that hidden potential. Get that living, loving, thinking clay to working at 100%, right? That's the the whole point of what it is that we do. And here's a perfect example, I'll give you two perfect examples from yesterday, real life examples. That's why I love being in practice and then teaching too, because I get this unique opportunity to share with you what happened yesterday. You know, not what I read about in a textbook or what I heard someone say somewhere in a seminar or whatever, but actually what really, really happened. So yesterday, we had two new patients. Uh, that were kids, Um, and uh, one of them came in, and the mom uh, had brought, a 10-year-old girl, had the mom had brought the daughter to like eight, 10 different doctors. Uh, Pediatricians, and orthopedics, and uh, eye people, and cardiologists, because she she had a myriad of different problems, and nobody could come up with what on earth was happening with this girl, right? So, example, right, so these other doctors saw her, and they said, oh, there's, six tri- there's like uh, one, two, three, four, six, six trials, right? Because each one of them examined just one area. Like the cardiologist just looked at the heart, right? And the ophthalmologist looked at the eyes and everybody's looking at their own little area and they're not taking it into the whole global account. And nobody talked about the kid's brain, right? And honestly, that's what a chiropractor does, right? A chiropractor is not a bone doctor or a back doctor or a spine doctor. A chiropractor is a nerve system specialist. Right Not a neurologist, <clears throat> right I do not call myself a neurologist, right uh, even though I do functional neurology, I do not call myself a neurologist. I call myself a nervous system specialist. So we did our workup with her primitive reflexes, uh, checked her prelis checked her eyes, uh, checked her ears, um, checked all kinds of neurologic things right <clears throat> to see how she responded and every one of these things was Like positive, 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 right? And the the stuff that the mom has never had anybody work with this daughter with before, right? Completely new presentation, completely new uh, examination and process. So when I was done, guess what the mom said to me? Guess what the mom said to me when I was done? Anybody venture a guess? I'll tell you what she said she said I am exactly no one's ever done that this is the most complete thing I've ever seen she said this is she started crying she said I told some of these doctors that she's got she does this weird thing with her with her mouth and nobody believed me and I told her that all these doctors that something was going on with her and they all said nothing is wrong and she's crying she's got tears coming out of her eyes saying, thank you for affirming what I know. See, like moms know, right? For those of you guys who are moms, <clears throat> yeah, n- never never doubt a mom's gut instinct about her kid. The mom knows, right? And honestly, dads, sorry to say this, you guys aren't as aware, right? There's a thing with a mom, right? Because the baby you know, came from that mom, there's a thing that a mom is like attached to that baby in a way, even though they're no longer within the womb. But they know, right, and, all, and 10 different doctors, and nobody saw anything, and some crazy chiropractor does, right? Yeah, see, Adrian, after four kids, <laughs> you probably totally understand what I'm saying, even though you might be very aware, Adrian, but <clears throat> what we find is that moms are super aware. <clears throat> um, that's the first case uh, that was yesterday. The second case was a child with autism. That's my specialty. I see probably at least one or two new autistic kids you know, every week or so. Uh, <clears throat> so the mom calls me and says that the dad's bringing him, I can't come today. Um, uh, so, um, but understand he's, he, he's, uh, he's a teenager, he has a lot of outbursts, uh, he can be uh, you know, violent, uh, but not like on purpose, right? Like he just kind of lashes out, right? So I'm just letting you know, he had a rough morning, so just be cautious. So I took the interns aside uh, that were going with, I said, just be cautious, you know, understand this where we're coming from. But we sort of have a protocol of how we take care of these kids, how we talk with these kids, uh, and I think he's gonna be totally fine. Um, so the intern did the history, came back out, told me he seems, you know, totally calm, you know, right now. And now, but I, now I gotta do the stuff that's gonna touch him, right? Um, because uh, that's how we'll, we'll run it with these kind of cases. Let me do the like working on this child first. Um, so I came in, introduced myself, and, he, and he's, I know what he says to me when he first walks in, which is so how I knew that uh, our intern, who had the, the, the history with him and his mom uh, was, did a good job, is he said, hi, doctor, I'm happy. I was like, you're happy? That's awesome. Um, so um, I, I knew we were set up for something good. Uh, you know, I, and I, I, all my, my hesitations kind of drifted after that. Um, so um, we did our examination and he was just kind of laughing and giggling. And, and I knew he would. <clears throat> I knew he would be kind of having fun with all this stuff because that's that's what happens, right? When you set it up that way, when your expectations are that way, that's what happens, right? So, uh, so just like in, in the girl's case, in the boy's case, I saw more triangles than anybody else has ever seen. And the dad is so appreciative saying, thank you so much for taking the time and like doing it in a way that was okay for my son, right? Because a lot, if you come in and you're like in a hurry and you got 10 minutes and that's all, and you just got just got your checklist, you just move over this, 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 and you just kind of do whatever you want <clears throat> without taking into consideration that it's not, it's not a, a, a number that you're examining. It's it's not a patient, right? It's, it's a person. Is a little boy stuck in a big boy's body, right? Because he's he's taller than me, but um, you know, but he doesn't know how to control himself. But he does know how to control himself when someone shows respect to him, right? Uh, and and to, and and it's I'm not respecting him because of him or because of his issues. I'm respecting him because I love all people, right? And I respect all people, and I see. The eighteen triangles in everybody, right? Even though they may only present the six triangles, right, or the or the five triangles, or the ten triangles, they, they, who knows how many they may present to you? But I see all eighteen. And my job is to is to is to find that beautiful stuff that's inside. You know, find that prisoned impulse. And you don't even have to do anything. Like I did not adjust the child. I don't adjust on the first visit. It's my protocol. But I don't have to adjust the child to get the child at ease, to to build the rapport, to make the child feel good. So that that child, when he comes back, he's gonna want to see me again. He's gonna want to be in that office again. Uh, we have so many kids on the spectrum that when they pull up into our office park, they start like bouncing and shaking. Doctor Dr. Ruby, Doctor Ruby, they're excited to see us, right? And that's way it's supposed to be, right? And that's what I want to see for you guys. I want to see you guys. Have that sort of experience right is and 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 you got and you got to build that right and how do you build it like I talked about last week <clears throat> i've given you guys four green books right you just build it by starting studying chiropractic and not just studying the not just studying the textbooks that you need to study, but study the things that you ought to study right We all know Yoko Monroe is important in Sousa and all that. yeah I get it I get it you know I, you', you got to do diagnosis and and visceral and i get all that stuff i understand right i've been in your seats right but the real chiropractic is not found in those textbooks right that's national board chiropractic licensing chiropractic the real chiropractic is found in bj palmer's work the real chiropractic is found in fred barge's work the real chiropractic is found in listening to podcasts like this is a podcast i have a great podcast um called chirocast listen to it check it out i i have chiropractic philosophy every week there. I have over 300 episodes now. Um, Sigafoos has a great chiropractic uh, philosophy podcast. Uh, she was in my graduate class, Selena, um, and one of her brothers um, uh, created this, this podcast, and it's all about her dad, uh, Dr. Sigafoos, was an amazing speaker uh, from DE, and that's where you're going to get chiropractic, right? Study chiropractic, right? That's what we used to call it, <clears throat> tick right? Talk to tick, T-I-C, right? Not just the stuff you need for boards, right? Not the stuff you need for Oscars. You got to study that, of course, of course. But study the true chiropractic and then you'll learn how to find the 18, you know, triangles in everybody.